Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast, Marketing Minions. Here we talk about pink-collar professionals, the women entrepreneurs of India. We invite a woman in business and try to know their stories and experiences so that we can learn from them. Today we have with us Dina Rodriguez. She is the founder of Chairs and Companies, which is a furniture and a home decor store in Bangalore. So, ma'am, to begin with, could you tell us a little about yourself and your professional background? Hi, Arushi. Uh, thank you so much for uh, giving me this platform to talk about uh, chairs and company and my journey. Um, I am the founder of chairs and company and uh, we are a small little home decor store and furniture store that is that was started in Bangalore about three years ago. Uh, I am originally uh, from the marketing and advertising background. I spent about 15 years in uh, the corporate uh, field in advertising and brand marketing uh, before making a switch to pursue something that I really love which was interiors and furniture design and uh, that is what I did in 2014. 2014 to 2018 is when um, you know I sort of went back to the drawing board uh, learned about furniture design uh, designed a lot of um, uh, interior spaces uh, pro bono uh, so that you know just to, ra- to wet to wet whether people were really interested in the kind of style that I brought to the table and uh, yeah what do you know 2018 I started chairs and company and uh, we it, it's been a great uh, three years since so ma'am since you started your career in marketing and marketing is one of my favorite fields so what is your favorite thing about marketing and the entire um, field my favorite thing about marketing hmm well well I guess it's um, I would say the storytelling if marketing is done right uh, then the stories that a brand can tell can be immensely powerful in uh, building the brand image. So yeah, I guess I guess uh, very authentic storytelling would be my um, you know my most favorite part about marketing, and it's also the hardest part. Definitely, and the most creative one as well. Marketing allows you to be so creative that you can literally bring up a story about anything and present it to your audience. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I, I mean that is true, but I think you know it has it has real power when there is a element of authenticity to it. So definitely, ma'am. So since you said that uh, you started in the corporate and then you shifted to you know your entrepreneurship, so did you face any challenges while doing it? Uh, was it difficult for you to you know? Uh, move in from a daily job to something that you have all control over Mm, yes it was um, one and you know I should be very upfront about it Uh, going to work every day is also expecting a salary at the end of every month that is uh, that doesn't come easy when you're an entrepreneur and especially when you're starting out so a yes you you do miss a salary check and yes it is a challenge to manage your finances within you know a a suddenly budgeted income uh the second is discipline because uh, i'm assuming when a lot of entrepreneurs start out they start out by themselves uh, or with a really small team 
so the discipline of you know actually going to work getting up on time uh, showing up being there not not postponing tasks for the day um that that requires a tremendous amount of discipline so uh, yeah you know you, you, you very often i would uh, catch myself you know wanting to take a snooze in the afternoon and and had to stop myself from doing that really definitely my patience and discipline is one of the most hardest to attain yet once you attain it it's one of the best things you can achieve absolutely so, so since you started uh, chairs and companies all by yourself like single handedly uh, could you tell us more about the company first like what it is and how you started it what motivated you to begin with it i've always been interested in interiors um you know and i i think if i was given the chance and the opportunity i probably could have studied it as well uh but that didn't happen because um you know we didn't have access to the internet growing up i mean there was the internet was even you know it wasn't even accessible to most of the people so uh yeah you did the normal route uh, there were people who did you know became doctors and engineers and then there was this big mba fad that happened in the early 2000s so that's that's what i ended up doing i i ended up getting an mba and um, and going down that that route uh, but life takes you full circle and then you know i came back to interiors i, I came back to interiors because i found myself you know uh, without a choice in the market when i when i got married and i moved out of my house and i wanted to set up my own house i found myself that i i didn't have choice i didn't except for fab india there was nothing else that i could pick from so i would you know go to um uh, these flea markets i would go to antique shops buy certain pieces from there try and upcycle that by myself and you know and then i realized that this is this is actually what i love doing uh it helps that my husband uh, is also in a similar field he's an architect and he really encouraged me he said listen if this is what you want to do why don't you do this professionally see how it goes you can always go back to a job but if you never give it a chance you know that this is this is the career for you so i did that and i i think i'm i'm um, I was quite lucky in that sense to to have somebody to encourage me to do this and to motivate me to do this. I also had a client who was extremely extremely insistent that I should in a big way and not you know just uh, do interior projects, but I should go one step forward and um, and actually have a set up a store. So in fact, she was a she was she was a uh you know one person who put down um the early investment for chesan company um and um yeah so that's how we started that's what we are uh we are a very boutique furniture uh store uh, we we do a, a lot of things we do curate uh, we curate from designers who really sell to um you know bigger stores like anthropology or um, crate and barrel So we we do that bit. We customize a lot of our stuff. So people, in fact, forty percent of our line is customized. People come to us to get their beds customized, get um, you know uh, their couches done, 
and all we work out of is a uh, sometimes just a pinterest picture because pinterest has become the holy bible for a lot of designers so we we just get pinterest pictures can you make this for us and and i think 99.9% of the times we've we've got it bang on we also upcycle um you know uh, if it's part of a project if we do if we take up an interior project itself and then we find that customers have pieces that they have sentimental attachment to or they have you know these really great uh, pieces with potential then we upcycle it we try and fit it into a contemporary setting or a setting which which you know with time for them so on occasion we also uh upcycle and that's my favorite part of it because you know it's at some some uh, somewhere we're being responsible we we are uh, being sustainable and we are uh, trying to you know already use what pieces that are there already so uh, yeah that gives me immense joy to do so jason company is definitely a whole all around a kind of thing from pinterest and to um, upcycling and reusing old things you definitely are covering a lot of portions of furniture so absolutely you started like all alone and if from 2014 you started learning in 2018 you actually started the company did you face any challenges being a woman entrepreneur what did you hear things from other people or were you faced with criticism no not at all not at all i think i've been lucky in that sense um you know uh, maybe it's a choice of profession uh, maybe it's the number of um, you know hours and and i think people see through work is work at the end of the day if you're doing your work with professionalism then uh, i don't think uh, there are any challenges as such that i faced as a woman entrepreneur i faced other challenges as an entrepreneur but not specifically because i was a woman in this field but i must say that uh, there were personal challenges i faced um now uh, as i as i mentioned earlier also you know when i started chess and company i had a two year old already and i found myself uh, you know that i was i was going up expecting my second um, little boy and this is just as we signed the papers for the store to actually you know set up a store so there was no way that i could back out of it and say no okay i'm not going to do this this year and i want to do it next year because you know, uh we had already paid the initial deposit work had started on the store so um you know i just had to see it through so through this this entire phase through the first nine months i in fact you know went to work uh moved furniture around i was my most active and post that after i had my baby i you know i also brought him to work immediately i mean almost a week after uh i had him i brought him to work it wasn't easy it was extremely challenging at the point of time i was uh, you know yeah, being a new mom you are superbly tired but i had to have my wits about myself because there was nothing else i could do i couldn't i couldn't palm this off to anybody else it was it and i and i thought to myself so yeah that that it was a personal challenge that i faced nothing 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 to do with profession that's really inspiring to hear 
as you mentioned that uh, you faced challenges in the entrepreneurship like in the field that you are could you uh, tell us a little mo- a little bit more about it uh yeah so like i said it was not a it was not a professional challenge that i faced it was more more uh, a, a personal challenge that i faced and uh, and i think it's it's a personal challenge for every working woman irrespective of her being an entrepreneur or or uh, you know working in a in, in a corporate industry but any any working woman with a family is constantly um challenged with you know running a uh uh you know a, a home as well as running a company no one's going to give you um you know brownie points saying that okay you run a company and therefore it's okay not to run a home there are still expectations as a woman that you have to run a, a ship shape home you have to spend time with the kids and um, and balance work as well so i think it's it's doubly hard for a you know any any working woman slash mother to to do that yes ma'am i completely agree so since you started in 2018 uh, and i think 2018 to 20 you were doing it offline so how did covid impact your business covid um in 2020 uh we we were impacted in in the first few months uh when we were shut down uh, uh we didn't have um, i mean we i i think as on the, as an entrepreneur community itself i don't think anybody knew what was happening and what to do so the first couple of months we were just as a community gathering our wits and figuring out what what are the next best things that we can do right so you must have heard a, a lot of people getting on zoom calls using zoom for the probably the first time or so off and um, uh, you know trying to see which means that they could reduce the overhead and that that was that was critical because the rents were huge uh, salaries are another huge component uh so we were we were we were, as a community when i say we I, i talk about all of us as a community really trying to gather our wits and figure out what had hit us and how to deal with this but um as soon as we opened in may 2020 i i wasn't expecting you know business and i was honestly extremely extremely worried about you know how are we going to meet our day to day expenses but uh the home industry as such was started booming because a lot of people were spending time at home and therefore wanted to you know do up their homes because they were they were putting off projects uh, you know home uh, uh, home projects for the longest time because they were not free or they were not available or they were traveling so suddenly all of a sudden we we were inundated with the request to do up um, you know balcony areas to do up uh, living rooms to um, to recreate terraces uh, from scratch like you know it was just an open shell terrace but instead of garden uh, uh, so we we were quite busy in 2020 and uh, it was it was quite a uh, exciting year for us it was different it we had we did more business than we expected and uh, and it's i think it's true for the entire industry the you know the home decor industry the interior design industry and the furniture industry all of us did pretty well because people were ordering 
uh, furniture left right and center for uh, you know home offices for their children's uh, study units so yeah so i think it was overall a pretty good year for the industry so since everything started moving online you said that you in the beginning you were doing zoom calls and everything did you create an online presence for your business online is your uh, business present on any social media platform yes we are we are present on instagram and uh, a lot of our business has been because of the Insta- the the social media visibility that we have we didn't have a website we are in the process of actually uh doing our website so in, in a couple of months uh you know we should be able to launch uh, uh so yeah so a lot of our business has come from instagram we have a huge uh, interior design community and architecturing community who follow us on insta and uh, I, our business has organically grown from there so was it hard to like manage and start a business like on instagram it was yeah it was it was it was uh, difficult for uh, somebody like you know which which who already had a small team and was not really i'm not very uh, you know uh, socially savvy on on any of these platforms but uh, the, the team and i had to both learn how to do it so we did uh, it's very recently that we've got on a, a more experienced social media uh, and digital marketing agency to help us out uh, do this more professionally but uh, yeah for the first two years we did we did this ourselves and and the growth has been tremendous mm, that's great to hear ma'am so what are the highest and the lowest points uh, in, of your business like what is the one thing that made you the happiest and one thing that made you the saddest during the life of your business <laughs> uh i think covid made us the saddest as well yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of plans especially 2021 uh, there were a lot of plans or there are a lot of plans that had to be shelved uh since the last year and a half we we had plans of expansion not only uh you know the store itself but the product range so every time we decide to start and do something we've uh, we've had to put you know this this covid has come at the at this very weird times and then and put a hold on all our plans because expansion also means expenses so we've had to curtail a lot of those kind of expenses and and uh, you know just watch and wait till the market settles down so it's been it's been trying in that sense because we really 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 wanted to you know go above and beyond what we were already doing uh what made us happy and what makes us happy is that in a short two and a half to three years a lot of people uh, have begun to recognize us and take us as a serious contender in the in the furniture industry so uh, we've got like some of the top architects coming to us and buying from us for their projects for their homes and um, uh, you know that that makes me extremely happy because it's some somewhere it's a validation that you know we are on the right path so yeah so where do you see your business in a few years what are your future plans product expansion uh, we want to go beyond we are furniture heavy right now so we want to go beyond furniture into other product categories uh, it could be uh, soft furnishings um, it could be tableware 
um so we see ourselves growing big there and uh, also maybe inshallah if everything goes well uh we'll also have a presence in other cities because we get a huge um uh, a lot of people from kerala from coimbatore um uh, coming to you know buy from us in bangalore so chennai another place so we're looking at all of these places to actually have another physical store and of course of course our website is going to be our biggest instrument to take us um to get, gain us more visibility online so yeah in in a couple of months i expect the website to to also be you know translating um our brand vision as well as telling the world that we exist That's great to hear ma'am. I hope that your website launch is really successful and that you I see chairs and companies in a lot of other cities. And uh, what is that one advice that you would give to like fellow entrepreneurs or young girls who want to start their own venture? Uh at the risk of sounding like a Nike ad, I would just say do it. Just do it. Cuz it's uh you know, after spending 15 years in the corporate industry, the amount of learning that i've gotten in the uh, in the in the last 4 5 years is huge you know i think i think working for somebody uh shields you from a lot of uh ground realities but being an entrepreneur you are faced with um you know certain a uh, very hard look at life and it's important for everybody to go through that because you know there is there is empathy to other industries um other departments not just industries but departments you you understand uh their uh, trials and tribulations you, you it's not easy to pass the buck it's not easy to say oh marketing didn't do it or sales didn't do their jobs or finance go goofed up it's uh, you can't say that because as an entrepreneur you need to know every aspect of your business you need to have um you know you need to have the pulse of the market the pulse of your own company so um yeah so i think it is it is so important to do it and there is so much more learning that you get as an entrepreneur versus you know joining a job immediately fresh out of college and i think creativity is is um, i mean if you are if you are the creative type it doesn't matter whether you know you're an artistic creative type but i'm saying even if you're a generally a creative type how do you what do you do how do you make the most with like just 100 rupees right so you need to be creative it forces you to be creative and think out of the box so i think you know even as a as personally you know developing yourself personally left brain right brain both are working simultaneously so there is there is uh, there's no way that you can go wrong with it because what you you may not gain in uh, in terms of say a great business idea you will definitely gain in terms of experience so i would encourage everybody to try their hand at entrepreneurship it's it's wonderful definitely ma'am i feel like there's nothing to lose there's only experience to gain right that's that's true Thank you so much for joining us ma'am. I love talking to you and I'm sure the listeners got to learn so much. Um I I hope I wish you all the best with uh, your venture and I hope to see so much of chairs and companies in in the country and even outside. 
thank you so much arushi and thank you so much to listen to more such stories of women entrepreneurs followers at pink collar professionals let's catch up in our next episode with one more such interesting story till then keep listening keep learning and have fun